Also, I think uh, I'm a big fan of this whole table situation. It's because we can have stuff here. I know. We can have snacks. We can have cake. <laughs> When's the last time we've had cake? <laughs> For It has... I don't even know because... Okay. We're on a diet. We're on a diet? We're on a fitness journey. I don't know. I'm a, it's, I don't think it's a diet for me. I think it's a way of life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll see you come February 3rd. Do you think you're, Do you think a lot's going to change about me after this j dry January fitness thing is over? Um, do you think my regimen is going to change at all? Eating-wise, no. Drinking-wise, yes. <laughs> well, drinking, yeah. I mean, so we're doing a dry January uh, with some friends and it's a competition. We got a hundred bucks in it. We get our, we got our beginning uh, body fat percentages checked, got all these numbers and it's the same. It's the same, like everybody use the same basically method. That way there's no variation or anything like that. Um, and then after, so it was January th uh, 3rd through February 3rd. Um, by the way, you know, I'm kind of self-conscious about saying February. 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 Um, and the the girls and the guys are in their own division, so there'll be a, a first place girls, first place guys, and um, the agreement is no booze. And then from that point on, it's whoever has the biggest change in a body fat percentage. I'm doing pretty good. I've got my like two week mark tests done. I went from 13.9% body fat, no 13.6% body fat to 11.9 body fat percent um i think i gained like two pounds of muscle and lost four pounds of fat i think way what way to like uh -huh. flawlessly flex, plug that flex, in flex, flex, flex hard uh-huh uh-huh what up what up you can, <laughs> hey i'll let you get to your numbers here in a second you know what we're just gonna <laughs> just skid right over that uh-huh um and so <laughs> going back to why i was talking about it <laughs> So with that, there's a regimen that I'm kind of living by in terms of working out and on both of us, what we're eating, and what we're not eating. And you, you think, you, do you think I'm going to stick to pretty, pretty hard to that same diet that I've been on? Mm -hmm. I think because it's not like, it's pretty sustainable. I think that's why we haven't, you'll still have a cheat day here and there, which we did before when we were eating healthy and clean. Um, but as far as like working out and stuff, I feel like, yeah, you, now you formed a habit and you're just going to keep doing it. Well, the nice thing about this working out thing is I bought Derek Wyda's like 12 week program and all it is is just dumbbells. And it's been. He uses my pink three pound dumbbells mm -hmm. and he calls it working out. You know what I use it for? To throw it so the sh my shoe can come closer to me. <laughs> That's what I use it for. I use it as a shoe. To get stuff down. I use it, I you can't it. get something, you just throw it. <laughs> I don't want to throw my shoe at it, so I use your three-pound dumbbell. Does the job. Uh, it's incredible what you can do with just a set of dumbbells. Mm -hmm. Like, I, when I say a set, I mean, like, literally, if you can get... Mine are the screw ones, so you can put weights on, but you just need two different sizes, of, of, you know, a medium weight and a little bit of a heavier weight, and then it will destroy you. Because mm. he keeps interacting with, like... You know, he'll do a warm up for 10 minutes and he'll give you a kind of warm up, whether you're doing burpees or running or whatever. And then it's the strength. Strength thing is like, it's very quick. It's not a very, there's like three sets of 10 kind of thing. Uh, and then there's conditioning. And that's what usually kicks your butt. It's like where you're doing, you know, thrusters and burpees and squats and, you know, one leg squats and then rest for two minutes and then do it again five times. Like, so it's. Intense. It really, it, it really opened up my eyes about what you get from the gym and what you can actually really accomplish. Do at home, yeah. yeah. So I know it just takes that like following like a workout. Yeah, versus I think just like I don't know what to do. That's the big thing. I think when you take the thinking out of it, and when you just show up and you're like, mm -hmm. well, I just today, mm -hmm. like it'll be like, okay, today was week three, day four, or something like that. I'm okay. He's like, this is what you're doing, and I'm like, oh, okay. And there's this no is guesswork. What I'm doing. I guess this is what I'm doing. I think with me, I was actually thinking about this this the last couple of days. I think, yes, the drinking, yeah, I'll have alcohol. And then as far as working out, I think I'm sticking to the same regimen because I need it for mental health. And then the last one is uh, the stuff that I'm eating and the protein that I'm consuming. And 
first of all, I'll say this is the first diet I ever did where I'm not hungry at all. Like I'm eating a lot. Like I'm eating four eggs and four link sausages every morning. I, I'll have a protein shake at noon and then I'll have a like two boiled eggs and some sausage at you know, and cheese at like three o'clock and then I'll have my dinner. And dinners are like steak, salmon, you know, salad. All with, yeah. all with salad. And it's I'm full. It's it's these sometimes these sugar I didn't realize I It's the sugar for me too. Yeah. I just crave it all the time. Yeah, it's I didn't think I had a, a sweet tooth. Yeah, you do. I think when you're deprived of it. You don't have like a sweet tooth as in Oh man, I really want to go get some like yogurt or mm. yogurt. yogurt that's your <laughs> wow. wow you're really converted wow poor yogurt. poor gal yeah when you when you have a few too many drinks you get the munchies you're like do we yogurt. have any yogurt <laughs> i need those probiotics yeah. <laughs> no oh my a glass of milk too ice cream or like go get a mcflurry or something you're never or donuts or whatever but it's for you it's more like after dinner, you're always looking in the pantry to see if there's like chocolate or something. Just because it's a good topper. Like it, I think the after dinner. It's just that right yeah, amount of. Yeah. After dinner, after dinner cookie, uh, like a singular cookie or like an, like right now we're doing these like one bars, which have like one gram of sugar in them. And mm -hmm. it's the same thing. It's that after dinner thing. I just need something to like. Just enough. Yeah. Just enough. Like every once in a blue moon, I'll get like a midday cup of coffee. Like after this, I'll probably pour me a cup of coffee and I'll go. You know what sounds good with this? Like a nice piece of chocolate. Chocolate, yeah. You know, just every once in a while. Not every time, but just every... I don't have those cravings like in the morning, like a, a black cup of coffee and a donut. I don't yeah, care about yeah. that. Yeah, for you, it's more like that, just a little bit of chocolate. Yeah, I think what screws me over is um, like, well, when we go, when you know, midweek, you'd be like, you want to go out tonight? For And I'd be like, because I'll save my cheat meal for the for the weekends or something like that. And you're like, you want to go out? And then what I'll realize is if if you're running at a certain regiment where like you're eating a certain way, you're working out a certain way, you're going to see pounds and fat shed. But as soon as you skip a few days and then tack on a few days of, of Not eating. eating well, yeah. All of a sudden, you're going out, and you're like, "Oh, I usually go out once a week. Now I'm going out twice, mm -hmm. three times a week." I'm well. I went to, out once, and then we had pizza twice this week, like stuff like that. That's it, where we got in trouble. Yeah, we there's multiple weeks where we were like, I think, I mean, I, I think it's pretty conservative compared to a lot of people, but like we had pizza like twice in a week, and yeah, and then, and then we went that's out, what, yeah, and then we went out to a restaurant on another day, and so you're like, "Well, that's a lot, yeah, that's a lot." It's hard, I think, for me. Yeah, I think that's where we got Can in I trouble. <gasps> How dare you? Come on, it's cheese. And Make sure you chew really loudly into the microphone so people. ASMR. <laughs> now, these are, what is it, cranberries and cheese? Mm hmm. And almonds. Mm hmm. It's good stuff. It's good, nice stuff. So, what were we saying? I don't know. I was saying that's where we got in trouble. It's because, like, I would be working all day, you would be working all day. We'd both come home and be like, I don't know what what should we make for dinner. I'll just go pick up a pizza, mm. and that's that's what'll get us. That's what'll get us. That's what'll get us. Yeah, I think I think that's one thing I'm gonna take a real big takeaway after this is I I don't know how I feel about the protein yet. Like it, not to be TMI, but like whoa, I saw where your eyes went. I, I saw where your eyes went. You trying to see? Yeah. Trying to get I like last night I. Put my arm around you or something. Oh, it was your chest. And I was like, oh, well, that's nice. there's some muscle there. Yeah. Why'd you put your arm around me? I wanted to cuddle. You were so far away. There was some muscle. Is that what you did? Yeah. I wasn't even flexing. I, was, I, I know. Was I was cycle. like, whoa, that's nice. <laughs> what up? Yeah. Okay. I think we're going to shut this podcast uh -huh. down. Early. <laughs> Listen, guys. Let me, let me go show Maybe you something. sleeping. I have never done something like this. I've we've I've done keto was it two years ago to get me started on this like understanding nutrition, mm -hmm. and but I lost I think more overall weight than I've gained muscle. I'm convinced I lost a ton of muscle with when keto. you did keto. Yes, yeah. because I didn't understand. First of all, when I did keto two now three probably three did I break my arm three years ago? Yeah, it has to be three. So three years I did I did keto, uh, and I, I did it for five weeks. I think I lost like. 15 pounds or 11 pounds. I think I lost 11 pounds. And I learned that the amount of carbohydrates I was putting in my body and not working out was the equivalency of like having a rocket ship and then, but you're putting jet fuel, but you're not, you're not taking the thing anywhere. Yeah. Like you're, you have a NASCAR in the car, in the house, but in the garage, 
with with, with jet fuel and you can't go drive it. You're just mm-hmm. you walk ever. So it's like it doesn't make sense. You're not burning it off. And so I'm not running any marathons or anything. So why am I putting so many carbohydrates? So I realized with keto, I was like, oh, you got to put the stuff in and then you've got to burn fat. And then what I learned, but I lost a bunch of muscle. But what I learned with this, like now, three years later with this plan that I'm doing, it's the whole idea is eat the right thing. The idea is don't eat garbage, right? Uh, or these rocket and jet fuel, like pastas and stuff like that, like carbohydrates that are supposed yeah, to like help you run a marathon. And then build muscle like do stuff with weights high repetition and and the idea is you you build muscle and then that muscle the more you build helps you actually burn more calories yeah the more muscle you build the more fat you burn yeah i i was surprised i was science science folks i was surprised to see that um like this whole workout regimen he didn't have anything about saying okay today you're doing cardio and only cardio like it was more of like today you're gonna warm up by running one mile yeah like that's it. Like you yeah. know what I mean. Like yeah. just get your move. Like everything else is just like do uh, jump tucks. You know what I mean. Squat oh, yeah. tucks. You know you're like okay, wow. I guess that's burning more fat than me going on a seven mile right. run. So we're in seven mile run. I think you're also burning a lot of muscle. You are because yeah. yeah, it's all cardio. I mean, you build muscle in your legs, but like, what about your arms mm-hmm. or your yeah back. the back? The back yeah. is a big one. What about you? What do you think is going to change for you? Or would have you have you learned anything about yourself through this? I used to think that I don't, I didn't need to do weights or anything or um, do like strength building exercises. I thought like running, yeah, I would do it because I think before when I was running, um, I would notice like the toning, but now I feel like, I always thought like I would lose more weight while running than doing weights. Mm Mm-hmm. And initially, that's true. Like when you first start doing cardio, obviously you're going to be losing that. But now I'm noticing when I do like you do, I will run a couple miles and then I'll do like weights or like just strength building, like squats and burpees and all the really fun stuff. Oh, burpees are the worst, man. Oh, those kill me. Um, I've noticed, yeah, it's actually like made me like i'm 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 seeing like results mm-hmm. so much quicker yeah than r- just running than just running like i can actually see my stomach like getting smaller mm-hmm. after yeah now it's interesting harper it's interesting because with like running i thought i would see the most of like the step like on myself like the stomach flattening out because like you're running you're burning all these calories right. but i think now i see more of it by with doing these weights mm-hmm. and i wonder if that's a lot of, has to do with like i think you're burning off maybe Maybe you're getting off a lot of the the fluid off of you. That's extra, the, yeah. The extra fluid. I don't know. It's it's a theory that I have that I haven't yet developed really much. Um, you should read about it. Yeah, I'm, I wonder if people are gonna be like, "Oh, here's why." The He's science. wrong. Here's the science behind yeah. it. Um, I feel like we should be sponsored by Lacroix, by the way. Lacroix, yeah. Because we always drink them. What um what is what, what kind of alcohol do you? Okay, what do you first of all? What do you miss more, alcohol or sweets? And you well, can't say both. If I say alcohol, it's well, going to sound well, bad. <laughs> okay, so 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 break it down. To, okay, what you can say is you can miss both, but give it a percentage. The reason I would say like alcohol more than sweets is because... It keeps the shakes away. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. It's like I just miss that like social aspect of just like having a drink or... Um, yeah, the social aspect. But I would say with sweets, it's not even... I think because we've been giving ourselves like the one bars or like um, we found the chocolates that have it's like chocolate covered almonds, but they only have like they have like less than a gram of sugar in how many of them? Like Eight, a, I think. Yeah, like a good amount. And I think that is enough to satisfy that like sweet tooth that I have. Mm, just enough to get it going. Mm-hmm. You know, what satisfy my sweet tooth is like maybe like three slices of tres leches. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's I'll just, make one for you on February third. It's just three. Yeah. You know, I'm actually scared. I'm I'm scared to like indulge. Yes. Or overindulge in yeah. food because I'm I know that's gonna. I think I'm gonna start keeping track and be like, okay, well, that's two days this week I haven't been eating well, and then mm-hmm. I think because I think the one thing I that has given me success in life, uh, especially like with YouTube and all that stuff is, and I've heard somebody say this that they they put it this way. They said uh, the top. Um, 99%, no, they said the top 
2% earners in this country are like the rich people, right? The Warren Buffetts, the Elon Musks, they're like introverts. And then, but then the question is, what about the other, like, you know, large percentage of people that are successful? So like within the pool of successful people, top 2% are introverts. And then the top 99%, the only thing that they have in common is their psychotic obsessive compulsive behavior. <laughs> and I think, I think, I think that's a bit that I have that I like, I'll overanalyze things like, well, okay, well, it's, it's, uh, it's these numbers and I got to hit these numbers mm -hmm. or I missed a day and I can't miss a day. And it's, it's that OCD thing where you're like, you move somewhere and you have to move it back. Yes. And, and so I think that's one thing that might be helping me with this where it's like, well, I, I can't just like yesterday was a, my rest day and I was kind of uneasy. I'm like, I, I'm supposed to be doing things today. Like, yeah. Why yeah. Am I not you feel it? guilty. Yeah. Cause you're always, I think it's cause you're working so hard all the time to achieve these goals. And when you give yourself a break, you feel like you're going to be behind. Yes. I, uh, fun fact, I don't know if I've ever told you this, but when I was in school, school never came easy to me. It was, I was struggling. Like my motto mm -hmm. is season D's get degrees, but like I was just, I, I should have been held back or something to help me develop. But anywho, um, I was always afraid of missing school of a sick day because school is already difficult for me now imagine missing one or two days of sickness days that you feel like you're just behind everybody mm -hmm. you're constantly behind always and i think that fueled my whole punctuality thing that as an adult now where if i'm not on time i'm late if yeah. i'm if i'm on you know so it's it i never want to be behind anybody <laughs> if i'm not on time i'm late that's that's some words of wisdom a, you like that one you like that one <laughs> That's some Confucius stuff. That's some, listen, if I'm, don't if think I'm, I didn't catch that. If I'm not there at the time I'm supposed to be there, guess what? Guess what? I'm, I'm late. late. And you can take that to the bank. To the bank. <laughs> so I don't know. I that I makes sense. Obsessive compulsive behavior, I think, to a degree, could be very. Would you describe me as obsessive compulsive, or would you just say OCD? Is not the same. I don't know. I think one is a lot scarier <laughs> definition or a title. What is OC o OCD is obsessive, obsessive compulsive, compulsive disorder. disorder. <laughs> Look at me. <laughs> I just dropped two pieces of knowledge. Gosh, you are just two pieces of dropping these gems. <laughs> this is the equivalency of that uh, uh, Talladega Nights. I'd be like, <laughs> if you're not first, you're last. You're Ricky last. Bobby. <laughs> Ricky Bobby. Well, you could be second or yeah. third. <laughs> oh, man. Wow, that's a good one for me today. Yes. Last week you couldn't pronounce words. Today I, uh, <laughs> I. <laughs> you're taking the, you're taking the reins today. On I'm that. taking the reins today, and I, you know, I'm bringing wisdom. But you know what? If you never caught that, I bet you that people would be like, you know, how, like you'd listen to, uh, these very, um, I don't know, like professors talk, and but the way they present it sounds way so much, so much more sophisticated. Yes. But then when you like analyze in your head, you're like, you're wait like, a second, what are they saying? Why do you overcomplicate yeah. this very simple yeah. concept? Like, like, like in business theory or anything like that, they'd be like, you know, you know, spend less, you know, and therefore, you know, you'll have more money kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. Or it's <laughs> so, like, but they'll like drag it uh, out into this long, yeah. yeah. You'll have a two hour lecture on supply and demand and you go, after you're, you're done, you're like, wait a second. So the whole time you're just trying to explain the fact that as a business, you need to have a high amount of supply and therefore you could fulfill a large amount of demand. <laughs> and oh, if you have weird. a low supply, there's less that you could fulfill the demand. <laughs> like I don't. So I was like, so I, that was my equivalency. Yeah. I'll, I would say, um, in your work, you are. Yeah. Is obsessive. it Is it? Do you see a negative aspect of it? No. I think because the checks keep coming, huh? <laughs> no, I think, I think there was a period of time where it was. Um. What's the word I'm looking for? Burning you out. In the infancy stage. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. When you first started and you were, you knew you had to put like, you just had to go for it and all in. And so I think in the early stages, yeah, because you, there was, you were obsessing over it because you had to be, but I think it was burning you out. And then as you grew, you started realizing, like you said, scaling your business in a way where... Um, you could do what you do without all the stress of what you do mm -hmm. by yourself. Mm -hmm. 
And so now I feel like you're at a point where I don't know if you're even that OCD about. I don't study numbers as bad yeah. as I used to study. Yeah. Um, and I and I think a lot of it has to do with there's more that I have to do and um, the things I have to create content for right. that it almost it almost turns that off. I'm like, I'm kind you're of also just so busy. Yeah. You're like, okay, what's the next thing versus looking and obsessing over correct the thing that you just did before I had the schedule of, of production, the way we have like the timing and uh, the schedule, I would find breaks to like, look at my phone and see the analytics and how videos are performing and all that stuff. And now because like I'm, on somebody else's time, like, you know, Kyle's there and now Tyler just added to the team. It's, I feel like if I'm not being productive when they're here, then I'm wasting their time more mm -hmm. than I'm wasting my time. Mm -hmm. And I don't like that feeling. So I'm like, okay, nope, nope, not gonna take her on the phone. Yeah. Which is is good. Cause then it keeps you from obsessing about it. Oh, hundred percent. I, I, I am finding myself obsessing now with um, stock stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Because I'll, I'll, I've, I've dug out. You kind of refocused your energy on that. Now. Well, and not to say I'm, I'm pulling back on videos. I'm, I'm going as hard on videos as I did. Oh before. yeah. I'm just, just not looking at these yeah. numbers like micro, like micro, uh, uh, microscopically. You analyzing. can't change them. Like no, that's kind of the way you can it is. work as hard as you can, but you can't in the in the end. The numbers are who's viewing your videos. Yeah. But, Correct. But with stocks, you can kind of play around and see what's trending what's you know right and to be honest i haven't sold a single stock i bought i keep buying stock yeah. which i think it's a good mindset to have from it sounds like no everybody's telling you like don't become well, you a day trader. Be, yeah but it's uh i guess the obsession is more of like the news that i'm reading and like seeing the progression like today mm -hmm. i'm up x amount of points you know vice uh for, why do you keep checking me out no i was looking at your tattoos oh do you have you not also seen the way you were holding your arm is was it, really awkward is it really, do you like this yeah. like that? it accentuates yeah. my clavicles <laughs> you like that yes um so yeah i think i just kind of find i with me i think i obsess about a lot of things and you could you describe it as me just getting excited about things like there's a period of time where i'm like oh i'm all into uh, uh, jeeps <laughs> and uh off-roading you know and then then i'm into bow another hunting. thing bow hunting well yeah. i mean i'm still into bow hunting it's just a seasonal thing but yeah uh, yeah it, I, I get excited you about get a lot excited of and you get like you're the type of personality yeah where you're like when you when you like something or find something that you enjoy you're like a hundred percent in but it also helps if that thing makes you money. If it makes you money, then the excitement behind it is a whole different level of excitement. Because yes, you're yeah. like, you're you go from making money on YouTube and making sure these videos perform and then your subscribers grow, obviously, and you're excited about that because that also kind of mm -hmm. goes together. And then, you know, and then Facebook ads, you know, take off for you and you're excited because it makes you money. And then stocks goes and you're excited because it makes you money. But I don't think I'm that excited about like, you know hobbies like hobbies i guess i am i just don't have that much time like i just bought the vr system that's supposed to be coming in and i'm excited about that i'm excited you know because i i've only tried vr virtual reality just a handful of times and i thought it was like just out of this world and you know i i i don't think i'm gonna that's a good example of of me obsessing about anything but i no. just get excited about the next and the new and the i think you get excited about when it's like family stuff i do like the boys yeah i think that's where you get really excited now and it used to be like when our kids were really little you would find hobbies right you would you got into jeeps <laughs> you got into yeah you did what i did with the shoulder <laughs> clavicle class um but now that we have kids and they're getting older you're finding these to do like these hobbies with them mm -hmm. like dirt biking and skiing mm -hmm. and all these fun things and that I think that's great because it's a healthy way to spend money. <laughs> spend money. <laughs> yes, very healthy. I, I convinced him about the VR mm. side. Like, look, it's for the kids. And then he tells him, Jack, this is my PlayStation and this is my VR set. <laughs> Don't say it like that. <laughs> and if you touch it, I'll punch you. Yeah. No. Um, Don't you ever even look at it? Right. Uh, Jack did tell me today. Dad said he's gonna get. He might get Fortnite on. PlayStation and his PlayStation and we can play together. <laughs> he was so excited about it. So now you have to get Fortnite. Yeah, I have Sorry. to get Fortnite. I got Call of Duty for us to play together, but 
I'm and I'm not a gamer, and that's the thing. I think this is the most hilarious thing because you're not. When I saw you, like all the 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 games that you yeah. bought, I was like, who is this uh-huh. guy? Yeah, who <laughs> is a, he? It's such a silly thing. So I uh, here's the thing about video games. My oldest brother got into them, and he's four years older than me. And I remember when I was maybe 22, um, I, a girlfriend at the time bought me an Xbox, right? Um, and I got NFL Madden or and Call of Duty. And my brother was like, oh, dude, you got to get uh, the headset so we could all talk. And so and I keep on my older brother who I yeah. looked up to and, you know, we never got along. And so kind of so there's a lot of a mess there. So and so this is the first time we're kind of clicking and connecting and. You know, he got married, and and so he's playing video games and coming out, and I got the thing, and here we are playing, and I'm like, realize I'm like, I'm not into this. Like, we're much. You guys are grown ass adults, and I'm 22 at the time, and here I'm sitting playing video games. I just didn't have that gene, and then I guess, I guess, I guess our son got that gene. Well, he definitely got that gene, and I have no interest in playing video games at all, but. I think one of my most favorite, I have a handful of very fun favorite memories that we do as a family, like on a boat or skiing or whatever. Mm-hmm. But one of them, along with it, it's a very simple one, but it's when we were in Seattle and we went to that um, family fun center or something like that. And yeah. there is a, there's this two-person shooting game where there's like these spaceships or something like that. And it's a, these cool graphics and you have a gun and you're shooting them and mm-hmm. he's next to me and we're shooting the same thing, kind of like tag teaming it. And I just, to me, realizing that his love language is so much different than Beckham's or my love language, mm-hmm. that I, I, like, my biggest fear in life is that when they become adults, there's something that I missed when I was raising them that pushed them away and as opposed to, to bring closer. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so it's um, I'm I actually I explaining a little bit on the thought yesterday. If Beckham's love language is like cuddles and and just talking, yeah. And Jack's love language is like doing, doing stuff, stuff together. Um, and he loves video games so much that what if I and you know that part is only going to grow even more on him, right? As he becomes older, like he's going to play more and more video games. It's just kind of the natural progression of kids and video games. Then what if I maybe changed myself, molded myself to fit him? Mm-hmm. So like I'm disciplining him to mold, to be molded into a person that I find to be acceptable, right? So I want you to talk like this to mom and dad. I don't want you to talk like that. Mm-hmm. I want you to show these manners, not these bad behaviors. So he's he's being molded or I'm asking him to be somebody that I want him to be. And obviously with video games, I can't control that and I don't have that gene. So what if I could change myself to mold my personality to be cater to him mm-hmm. at least in that aspect that when he gets older at least it's another thing that we can relate on and share an experience with yeah and like when he plays with you like it, i feel like it's so much safer than when he's playing with some random you know other especially like with Fortnite and stuff I, like we don't know who he's playing well we do we don't let him play with like people he doesn't know but i would tell I mean? him play only with people over the age of 40 <laughs> <laughs> And if you know their first name, that's good enough. Yeah. You don't. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> we, say, we say if you know their last name, that's too personal. Yeah. Okay. You can't play. No, we try to like obviously keep him really safe. But like there nothing makes him happier than like when we all sit on the couch and take turns like playing mm-hmm. um, on his switch. Yeah. Yeah. And so he's going to be over the moon that you... Well, and I'm I taking kind of, the time out to play I, with him. I, I got that the thing, and I wanted him to understand. I was like, "I'm not. This is not yours." And it's not like it's weird for me to be like, "Oh, this is my you know PlayStation." It's I I, I don't want him to be like, "This is my PlayStation," because Beckham doesn't really care for video games, Mm-mm. and so I don't want to be like, "We got Jack the Switch, and we got him the PlayStation, and we got him." Not like, no, I I want. Because right now we punish him by taking a switch away when he's discipline, not discipline. punish. Yeah, we, we we torture him by taking his games away. No, we discipline him by taking his mm-hmm. his, his games away. Um, and so I told him, I was like, "Listen, man, I bought a PlayStation." Um, and and I told him this after he lost his privileges of his of his of his switch, and he didn't know I bought it. And I said, "Listen, man, I ordered it, and it's coming." And 
But listen, you have to learn how to not let these games affect your mood and your attitude and the way you are with mom and dad. Mm-hmm. You can't be whining and, and, and crying, throwing fits because you can't play anymore. I bought this thing, he goes, and I said, like, and guess what? I bought a game that we could play together, but I'm it's going to be a treat. So when I'm seeing that you're you're showing good behavior and good listening, I'll reward you by coming and we can play together. Um, but I have to see these things. And so like, that'll be another thing for him to right. like, look forward to and exactly it kind of help control him you know you know his emotions, his, his emotions. um and and uh you were there when that happened like because already he's been like kind of crying and you know pouting because he got it taken away and understanding he he's basically portraying that like listen i i'm i'm in the bad right now and then when i told him that he stopped he was saying like maybe a foot in front of me and then he just hugged me. <laughs> yeah, he just put his, which he never does that. He's not our affectionate He's not one. affectionate. He just hugged that me. That was, uh, I like, kind of yeah. made me do a double take. I was like, what? I think he was just so, I don't know, Yeah. happy that you even thought of that for and, him. And that's why I think, it, that's my theory of like me molding myself in interest to cater to his interest because um, he's only seven now and he's into video games the amount that he's going to be into video games is going to be multiplied fivefold as he gets mm-hmm. older, you know, as a teenager. And if it's something that I could relate to him and, and not just be a dad who is a stickler about video games and, and is against him, then maybe, maybe I won't push him away in life. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Cause he does have that more hard headed personality, um, right. or stubborn personality that it's only going to be more prevalent as he gets older. And I can't just yell at him when he's 15. Right. I'm going to push him away. Um, so this is my attempt at being, mm. I just want to be loved. Yes. Love me, Jack. And yeah. then Beckham, all he wants to do is find every cardboard box in our house and cut it up. And make wings, attach wings to it. And make a rocket or airplane and make sure that there's a trail from every single place he goes to. Because mm-hmm. the floor is lava. <laughs> yeah. So he's got him. Yeah, make a, make a trail of cardboard and string and glue and tape. His fascination <laughs> with tape is, <laughs> is both mesmerizing, impressive, and annoying at the same time. Because we can't keep tape in our house. It just, it's all, it's all gone. Yeah, it's gone. I can't, I have to hide it. And even then, he'll find it. And he's just always adding things to things. Like he's he'll tape two double D batteries together, <laughs> put a, a pipe cleaner between Call them. Call it a bomb. And yeah, <laughs> he's which done makes that me before. He's like, mom, makes look, I made a bomb. I was, I was like, like, whoa, dude, okay. let's not show these signs. That escalated real quickly. Yeah. Do we need to talk about this, man? <laughs> so a, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how what Harper's like because the boys are so different, mm-hmm. night and day different. Uh, their personalities, their um, like their love languages, the way they respond and their emotions. I have a theory that uh, Harper is going to be more like Beckham. And the only reason I say that is because I could already see that both As a baby, kids, she's the same as him. Yeah. She's exactly the same. The, she, the, all, both, both boys are... Uh, com- all three kids are completely different as babies. Mm-hmm. One thing that Beckham and Jack shared as babies is that every time you would change them... Like their clothes, their diapers, it's just they're always crying, crying. and screaming. Yep. Harper does not. She never has. She has never. <laughs> Even when I'm like trying to get her, you know, you know, her shoulder in or, yeah. or elbow in and it's taking a little bit, she just gives like, you the most of yeah. And so like she's not bothered it. And she reminds me so much of how Beckham was when like every time you'd walk into Beckham's room when he was napping and he'd be awake, he just smiles and giddy that you're mm-hmm. there and excited. I've she's gone Harper at three o'clock in the morning, and she's like, yeah. and <laughs> she just like, smiles at you. Like, yeah. whoa, okay, you're you're reminding me. She's of very a... patient, so mm-hmm. I think that's a good sign. That, yeah, we'll that's... see. She might bring in a little sass when she's two or three. Yeah, sass. <laughs> That'll be interesting. But yeah, no, it's a it's a it's an interesting thing. Um, should we um, should we mention about some of the news? Yeah, I guess we'll do another segment called... We're adopting. No, a segment called... <laughs> Were your eyes closed? I'm trying to think of what like a this? really passionate what? way to say news. <laughs> That's passionate? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, okay. Okay. Okay, news. All right, news. What's our news? Um, 
Go ahead. Me? So, <laughs> um, so Irene and I have given it uh, the old college try. We thought nine years of marriage is fine enough. Eight. Well, it feels like nine. Oh. And we're just going to just start seeing other people. <laughs> Casually. <laughs> Casually. Um, no, we, so our. He would never survive out there. <laughs> I would I would not. I don't know how to start dating again. How do you do that? Do you know? I, know I ever want you know, to. Do you know how exhausting this 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 idea? Like, if you go, I think a lot of people have this idea, especially like like we're. I consider ourselves being really happy in our marriage, and but I think that you, there's other people who you look at. <laughs> Wait, looking at the camera like that. <laughs> I think there's a lot of people that we both know that uh, they're just making it work, and um yeah and i think the, the some people might romanticize the idea of like what it would be like if they were single, single or again it and sounds exhausting and it is horrible. so exhausting <laughs> to be like what are you into especially oh, in your 30s yeah i don't like to be around people so let alone have to, to meet a new person and yeah. be like oh happy one year you know oh that's your quirk <laughs> or your thing okay so okay <laughs> I guess, okay. yeah. Oh, oh, t what was it like growing up? <laughs> like, I don't care. The small talk. I don't care. I don't miss that at all. Uh, I don't miss that at all. No, I like, you know how some people will like really, like they'll call it like their glory days or they'll, like you said, romanticize like what it was when they were like teenagers yeah. and just having fun yeah. and like um, no responsibilities and all that. Like that, I don't ever... When I think about that, I just mm -hmm. think, ugh, my yeah. life like sucked back then. Like, I feel like my life didn't really start until we got married. Aww. The good parts. I've already said this before. But you know what I'm saying? Like, some people will, will always think back to oh, the high school days or the college days. Yeah. Yeah, I. Um, no part of me like ever misses that. One thing I remember about me being single is. Um, there are you ready to mingle no i was not ready to mingle um i remember being bored more than anything yeah because like you have nothing to do well because it'd be like sunday afternoon and unless you were seeing somebody that you can go on a date with you're just what at you home do? Yeah. because all your buddies are probably like with their families and if they already have families they're w being with their families or they're dating somebody that's true and i do not remember the last time i was like bored had nothing to do it's probably before we even got married yeah mm. Yeah. Maybe when I was pregnant with Jack. Like now I'm more excited about, I'll be completely honest, when you went out with the girls last night and the kids went down, thank you. And the, okay, that's just my facial hair that looks fun. Is it? What are you doing? Are you that? Is that a cold sore? No. What is it? You have like a white thing right here. I thought we paint. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Why is it on your lip? Uh, because I we had these jets from the pink sprayer that need to be cleaned out. And you and I did it was with blowing your... in it, and then I was putting a needle and then blowing it again, hmm. and so maybe got some on my. I think a so. cold sore? How do you confuse a little bit of white paint with cold sore? It it looks like a. It doesn't look like paint. Well, lick it and see if you grow a cold sore on your tongue. <laughs> then it is a cold sore. Um, what was I saying? You were saying. Oh, oh, so yesterday when you went out with the girls and the kids went down to bed, I actually got excited because I because I left. Yeah, I was like, finally. Finally, enough with the talking. Oh, yeah. Enough oh my gosh, with the finally. talking. You got some alone time? Yeah. No, but I have, and I don't know if this is sad or what, but I obviously feel like a lot of people feel like there's not enough time in the day. Mm -hmm. And so I have a list on my phone of things I need to look up. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I mean? When you're like, you're like, oh, I need to look that up. Yeah. So you just put it on your notepad. And I literally like, like one of them on the list was like, how do they mine Bitcoin? You know what I mean? I like, so then I watched the 16 minute presentation oh, about Bitcoin and I was like, oh, that's how you do it. Okay. That's so what you were doing. After the next thing. And so it kinda, I do that, but with like furniture. Like, okay. This piece, this piece, or like I'll save a picture. Mm -hmm. like, okay. Look up what this is. Yeah. Or then like um, another one would be, cause I, I mean, I know how to do tile. I know how to do plumbing and all that stuff, but then I'll be like. Uh, I'll, I'll be in the middle of the thing and maybe I did a tile job and I was like irritated because it was a messy job. And mm -hmm. I go, how do the professionals do it? And then I'll like write a thing, like look up how to do clean, you know, yeah. tile job. There's videos for <clears> everything. Uh, and then I watch it. And so I'm like, I'm almost like educating myself. So I'll just sit there with the iPad with, you know, with, with uh, headphones on and I'll just, so I, it's kind of nice. It's kind of nice. Like my ideal time. Yeah. But you do that when I'm there anyway. So. Yeah. 
No, well, that was just I'm saying that was a prime example of like what happened yesterday. That yeah. well, and and then the perspective of like being bored. Like yeah. I, there's always something. There's times that I'm like, oh, I can just invite some of my friends over right now while while you're open. I was like, but I kind of want to just yeah. look at. It's it. also different it, because it's not being bored. It's finally like taking a rest. So I'm having some time to yourself. <laughs> yes, yeah, which is completely different i think when you're bored you've like exhausted everything you could do mm-hmm. and now you're like i don't have anything to do but mm-hmm. after a long day of working and then dinner and clean up and kids and putting them to bed you finally sit on the couch and you kind of just breathe right but on the other perspective of it like we've had maybe a handful of times that your our kids spend the night at your mom's house mm-hmm. and you know it would take them into the the afternoon of the next day to come back and like in the mornings, you're it's cool because you got it to yourself. You're doing your thing. You miss them. But yeah, you miss them. And and, and I'm sure because there have been also a few days where they were gone for like maybe two to three days. Yeah, when like, they went to McCall. McCall and uh, or to the to the cabin with the parents. And you it, it, it seems like you could it's easily for us to get bored at that point without kids right because yeah. you you did all your thing yes right you, you're like oh, you I, have now the time to do all like, the things I, I worked out I, yeah. I looked up all the stuff I, I watched true. a movie that because I've been meaning to watch a movie and then you're like well what do I do no, now yeah that's true what, what it's I... it's kids they they will keep you from being bored mm-hmm. and I like yeah. that yeah no it's... <laughs> it's like with kids you're like always chasing the time I can't get this done in time mm-hmm. I can't d- get this done and so yeah, when they're not there. Also, it's just so quiet without them, and I miss that. I, I already miss them. <laughs> and I like, here. I like a certain level, and I think there's a perfect equation of like how much. So, for example, I like that they're in school till four, and then that I work till three, and then I get them, <clears throat> and then they're kind of around. They whether they go to their friends or whatever, and so I think that's a perfect amount of time for yeah. me to unwind, to see them, for them to go for dinner. Uh, yeah, I think it's. I think yeah. it's a nice perspective. Totally. Uh, but yeah, go with enough teasing. Uh, we are enough teasing. Oh, um. Anyway, that's it. Yeah. Gonna be it for our podcast. Yeah, and then to the next time to see <laughs> what, what we meant. Uh, so we are listing our house tomorrow. Tomorrow morning or Tom- tonight? Tonight. Well, I think it's hitting the MLS tomorrow morning. Okay, tomorrow morning. I like- think the sign's going up tonight. Woo! Mm-hmm. Finally. And if you're in the Boise area, please don't be a creep and look up where yeah. our house is so you can walk through. It's like appointment only, so yeah. it's weird. Yeah, there's an open house. Um, get your realtor if you want to Get your realtor your and house. pay lots of money. Please pay more money. Uh, but this will come out after the open house anyway, Yeah. so this will be perfect. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so uh, we're selling a house. We are under contract mm-hmm. uh, on another house. We won't share much about the next house we won't Until give we, any spoilers yeah we well, also don't we'll do a video we're like in the beginning stages so we well we'll do a video we'll see. I, I think that's what i want to go i don't want to oh, say i don't want to yes. say what it has or it doesn't have we'll do a, like, what are we happy through. about what we don't okay. i think what we should do we should is do a video I'll, in in i think we close. I, mean, I can give you all my ideas yeah I don't know, it's gonna be a long <laughs> video folks so yes. grab some popcorn. i'm sorry i have a lot of ideas we uh we close on the 17th of february tentatively and if everything goes to plan so i think around that Wait, time, say february one more time feb feb 17 and say tentatively one more time tentatively <laughs> I can say that one tentatively. Ten- nope. <laughs> Tentatively. Well, listen, if you can't pronounce the word, then you didn't say it right. <laughs> That's another one for you. <laughs> Gold. <laughs> <laughs> And that's the, I am the, you I just do you know, keep those do, coming. I do like you know, it. Do you know those uh, John Madden uh, uh, commentary <laughs> jokes where like. Oh, yes. Yeah, where they're just uh, like reading stats about football. People. Yeah. Football is 90% physical and 23% mental. <laughs> and you're like, that doesn't add up. Oh, or, or you'll do like NFL Madden and he'll be like. See, the goal of the quarterback is try to get the ball on the opponent's <laughs> side of the field. They're trying to throw the ball to uh, their teammate. The most Captain Obvious of it. Oh, yes. Uh, I love that. <laughs> so if you didn't say the word right, you mispronounced it. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, we won't disclose any of that. So uh, we closed the 17th of February. And uh, I think from that point on, we'll start doing consistent progress videos where... The projects will be tackled on like as they go. So, so we'll room project, by room. Right. Project one, we're doing mm-hmm. this and this other thing, and then kind of evolve from there. Hopefully we're gonna try. So Tyler is a new addition to the team. Um, we wanted somebody to come. Uh, Kyle is our videographer 
we wanted somebody to come help me. And this is all brought from Mike Montgomery. When he was on the podcast, he, he had this great idea where if content is king and, and, and that's what, you know, we need to keep producing, then how do we, and he uses this analogy of Rachel Ray. If Rachel Ray is cooking. He's already said this. Have I said this? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, thank you for that. If you haven't, remember I'm sorry. it was Rachel Ray, and then you said something about Ricky Lake, and you but right. couldn't think of her name, <laughs> and then I thought of it. Wow. Well, if you haven't heard that episode of us talking about listen this, listen to it. But listen. yeah, you're right. Well, anywho, so I got somebody on board that that is um, is is skillful uh, in what they do. They know tile, they know building, they know everything, and they are perfectly comfortable being as it's much. He. It's he. Well, I don't know what the pronoun they like to use. <laughs> uh, he likes to, he's open to, uh, Tyler's open to being on camera as much or as little as we need, which is mm-hmm. incredible. Um, we're already shooting our first video with him in it. Um, helping me a ton. I mean, it's the momentum that now increases where I could start a project and then he can come and finish it while I start another part of the project is ridiculous. Like we was, we're doing one of the bathroom remodels right now and uh, I started the ship lap and then he finished it off. And then when he was finishing off, I went to my garage and started building the vanity for it. Mm-hmm. And next thing you know, we're both wrapping up at the same time. So I think we're going to be able to squeeze out three videos a month instead of two. Um, and that's going to be exciting. Mm-hmm. So you guys will be able to see the house tour. Uh, we'll show you exactly what we want to do. And um, yeah, that'll be fun. Do a little walkthrough for you guys. If everything goes well, we have inspection here in a couple in hours, a little bit. So if everything goes well with that, mm-hmm. that will be mm-hmm. this is the next big step. Yeah, it's a next big step. Uh, what are you excited about this house, and what are you not excited about this house? Ooh, no, without giving away, um, like without giving away. Okay, no, let's do not what you're not excited about. Let's do what are you excited about this house, um without giving away too many identifiers of like what I'm excited um for the so in our house when we bought it we we remodeled we remodeled <laughs> yeah we worked so hard <laughs> we worked tirelessly every day we just put to, one foot yes, forward <laughs> tiling and our backs hurt. Moving toilets. Our backs hurt. Our backs hurt so bad. Well, you should have said we moved toilets, etc. 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 And tools. Hammers were used. Drill. Yeah. Nail. Screw. Uh, levelers. And yes. Things. Yeah. Joiners. Of the sort. Joiners. <laughs> I probably... I, I wouldn't have said that. I couldn't. Uh, that was too far. Oh, that was too that, You got to yeah. like keep it at uh, nails you. and screws. Yeah. <laughs> we got to keep it at eighth grade I'm excited level. because with our house, we did a lot, but it was redoing the stuff that was already there right so like the kitchen layout we redid the peninsula and did an island but the actual layout of the kitchen is the same in this house i'm excited like we're gonna change things up more like each room is gonna be a completely different feel and it's just a completely different space. Oh, what are you gonna do with the kitchen? You gonna put the thing on the yes. ceiling? Yeah, I'm gonna put the fridge on the ceiling so we <laughs> can open it like this. No, do you know what I mean? Like structurally not structurally well i don't know if the right it was the right example to use the kitchen because the, i think the level that we're going to do the kitchen is the same level that we're going to do this kitchen no, right meaning like a peninsula. <laughs> i'm terrified <laughs> no i mean like we, i want to move stuff around i'm going to move cabinets in a different spot i want to right but yeah but we didn't do that in this but, house besides the island yeah so you're gonna have cabinets here let's say with the the, the, the or like it, okay another what are you gonna move it from there to the other side of the wall <laughs> You're literally going to move maybe like two sides, right? You're going to do the island part and then you're going to do whatever the other side part. We'll see. Oh my gosh. Do you know that the more you put on this This plate, is on you because you showed me your potential. <laughs> That's my and problem. And now I know what you can do. I so this is all your fault. I should have. When we bought this house, I didn't know your potential potential yet. So I didn't want to buy it because I didn't know like what it could be. And now I'm like, I know this oh, is, he can do that easily. I know this is supposed to be meant as a compliment, <laughs> but it's very terrifying to me knowing that this is like, you're you should like, be. Oh, you should be both it. excited and scared. And the scariest part, the whole house is sitting on a concrete slab as opposed to having a crawl space. Yeah. So it's not just like quickly being like, I'm going to go in the crawl space real quick. Move some stuff. PVC and some yeah. you know ABS plumbing and then we'll be good. No, no, no. We are getting a tile saw yeah. or a concrete saw into your house. You're not using your kitchen for weeks. <laughs> I want you to know this. The <laughs> we more have to find somewhere to live. drastic the movements are, the longer yeah. you can't have a kitchen. Yeah. 
I know. Like plumbing wise. It's okay. <laughs> We're eating pizza all week. Yep. I, yeah. Do you know? Do you get what I'm saying though? Like it's like the next level of renovations, I guess. You told me like, this. Like I want to do beams. I want to. There's so many things I want to do. Tyler can do it, right? We never spoke about <laughs> beams. Wouldn't it look so cool? <laughs> He can't get mad at me on oh, mad at me on here, God. by the way. So I'm I have to just, tell him I have to tell him in the safe space so he can't get mad <laughs> when I tell him all my ideas. But it's gonna be room by room, so it won't be super um overwhelming. <laughs> <laughs> what are you most excited about? <laughs> oh, I'm I am excited to play the PlayStation <laughs> in the quiet in the PC. You should have just said I'm not excited anymore. <laughs> not excited. You robbed me of all joy. <laughs> No, I think, but to go back, I think mostly I'm excited just to have more space in the house. It's a bigger house. <laughs> That's what I would have wanted you to go with. I didn't want you to be like, we had a really fun time. No, we had a Jurassic home renovation on our current house. But wait till we get into the new house. You won't even believe. This is nothing. That's that's terrifying. Um, no, you're going to knock it out of the park. <laughs> and if you can't. I need to make you Things then well, pitch yeah. in for the other part of the the budget because I'm not spending all the sponsorship money on. I really can't afford these guys. If you say no, I'll just go to Tyler. <laughs> hey Tyler, listen. Hey Tyler, hey. Alex signed off on this. Yeah, you- <laughs> yeah, that's the vision. Hey, listen. He said he's very busy. He's just, totally yeah, signed off. He doesn't on want it. you to talk to him though because yeah. he's super busy he said, today. Just have fun with it, yeah. and, you know. So this is what I want to do. <laughs> Can okay. you come here? Yeah. Fridge on the ceiling. Yeah. <laughs> Have you ever seen a fridge on a ceiling? <laughs> yeah. Ali, he, like, he's like working in the garage, like pissed off. I'm like, what's the matter, man? Like, nothing. I'm fine. What's the matter? Did, did you really sign off on that? I was like, on what? <laughs> he's just Dude, mad at you for weeks. Collusion. Oh, man. What um, what are you most excited about? Excited. Uh, I, I am... Uh, You've asked me this before, if I'm even a bit sad about selling our house, and I'm not one bit sad about it. And you've done this with two houses where you're like, oh, I'm sad because you made everything here. Yeah, it's like sentimental. I'm not attached to those. I think the only thing I'll be attached is like the idea of where the kids grew up. And I don't think we have a house that we said the kids grew up in, Mm -hmm. and I don't really, I don't think that matters to me too much. I mean, maybe the house that we build, where there will be teenagers that with the idea that they'll come back from college yes that's i think yeah. is fine um we but, still have time though they're still young they could still have a house they grow up in for the better part of their like childhood well but you i also want so here's to answer we'll, we'll piggyback off before i answer that question i'll i'll explain what i'm excited about. i'm excited about for room right i'm excited mm-hmm. for, for more room i feel very claustrophobic in our house yeah because there's no game room. There's no nothing. And so no can't bonus send room. our kids anywhere. They can go to the room and then the, the the top floor, there's no separating wall. So the voice, uh, the, the, the sound over there, you can hear down there. So mm-hmm. you, you technically they never really leave. And, and so leave. when their friends come over, you're almost irritated because you're like, they're you everywhere. Hear them. Yeah. Um, and so I'm excited with this new house. It, it just feels like you have elbow room now. It feels like you can breathe and you can just like lay down in one room and then somebody can be over there and not bother you. Um, now, that's what I'm excited for. I'm also excited about being a blank canvas, right? Because I've learned a lot from this house when it comes to building and it's done right. But I'm also excited because there are lessons that I've learned in terms Along of how way. to make it more cleaner, professional. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm excited to apply that on the next house. And I think mm-hmm. that I think that's a healthy approach. Um, and then when it comes to the kids, um, because I'm excited about the more room, I know that the 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 next house or the house that we build or whatever, every house after that should get a little bit bigger and a more comfortable. Meaning when they are teenagers, and they want to bring their teenage friends over, I want them to be comfortable and I want us to be comfortable of feeling like, I don't want your friends here. So um, I guess that's the idea is, is, is I'm not going to miss the fact that the first house, the boys were age you know one to three and in this house they're age of three mm-hmm. to seven. or whatever. I don't care about that. I have pictures for that. I have mm-hmm. memories of stuff like that. I'm more of like, I want the there to be a hangout house that everybody's comfortable yeah. in. And that's the house we'll, we, we will make those memories. 
Mm-hmm. I don't want to have memories of me being irritated and pissed off. You know what right. I mean? Like I want the house wasn't. Yeah. There's no order. Like the garage is another prime example. Like everything is my work area here. And there's nowhere to put stuff. Like we have a big thing of a uh, toilet paper from Costco. And I'm like, we don't have. We don't have anywhere to put it. We don't have anywhere to put it. Like every pantry is uh, full. Yeah. Every every closet's full. There's nowhere to put it. And so to have a garage that's bigger, to have rooms in the house, plenty of closet space like that is the part that I'm like, I, I'm excited to be not irritated because of the circumstance that I'm in. Mm-hmm. So that's that's where I'm excited about. Cool, cool, And cool. you take that to the bank. Cool, 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 cool. Um, I was going to ask you something else, and I can't remember. Lost my train of thought. Okay. Is it about the house? Mm-hmm. Is it a question about, what can we do something? Oh, I was going to ask you. You grew up in, like, primarily one house. Yeah. For a lot of your childhood. Yeah, that's right. You Did it up- make a difference? Cause no. Because I'm the opposite. I grew up moving all the time. Every I don't have, years, like, right? or yeah. Yeah, the longest we lived in a house was maybe like three or four years. Mm-hmm. Um, but I never felt like, yeah, I don't know. I never felt like, oh man, I wish we, sometimes I did actually. No, that's that's not. I, I've heard somebody mention this about um, <sighs> profanity with their kids. And it makes sense that the example, not to say that it changed my weight, though it, my mind about the way I look at profanity around kids. It's, it hasn't, but the idea applies to this. They said, um, the question was asked somebody like if they cuss around their kids or not. And they said, um, I know that they're going to be adults way longer than they're going to be kids. So I don't think that's going to matter too much. Now, I don't think it's the, the great justification because what, what you don't want, what you're trying to teach the kid is, what, to, what you can or cannot say, and you can't explain that to these kids when they're little. Because they don't understand. You yet, don't want yeah. them to go to somebody's house and then say that and all of a sudden be mm-hmm. bad at influence. So, but the idea of they're going to be adults longer than their kids, um, I think they're going to make more memories being high schoolers, um, middle school or high schoolers, college grads being uh, hosted in your home that's comfortable right. than the memories that they had when they're little in the houses like for me i grew up primarily in the same i grew up from age one to seven in russia mm-hmm. and then from seven till 20 in my 20s uh i think i still lived with my parents till i was 23 Three. and 22 and so i i kept um even now when we go back and like when we visit my folks we're staying at these house and this is my childhood home essentially mm-hmm. if you put it that way um because the majority of my memories from there i don't view that house as a sacred house like you don't come back and like think of all the memories that were made there no because the house, the memories there shaped you and they but they're also filled with good and bad memories right right That's true they're full of like uh the heartbrokenness they're full of of whipping uh, spankings uh whippings. Whippings, yeah <laughs> uh they're they're full of they're full of they're full of good and bad yeah and but one thing is every time i go back i look at the house as an outdated thing mm-hmm. like i'm always like oh this thing is kind of like oh man from th- your eyes like yeah. you used to feel bigger and now i feel uncomfortable here like these trees used to feel giant or or smaller or something like that yeah and so uh i don't have that so if my parents mm-hmm. are like grand i'm like good let's get something more comfortable you know yeah, versus true. i have some other friends who were like no i want my kids to come back to this and i'm like okay well i would okay it's like it the memories i had probably appreciated more if they sold that house and then i came back 20 years later or 10 years later and be like hey i grew up here can i look through the house and then yeah. i would be like you know what's cool oh that's like i treat it more as a museum that i would like to just see every, like you know t- twice in my my lifetime mm-hmm. two to three times than a museum that i can constantly like keep yeah. going back to yeah i guess for me i never have like a house that i'm like i would love to go see it because mm-hmm. each house was like we lived there such a short period mm-hmm. of time that it wasn't significant enough where I'm like, I would love to. I mean, there's been times where we're like, we'd drive by in the neighborhood because we still live around the area where we had houses when I was little. And we'll drive by and see how much it's changed and it's kind of fun. But right. yeah, there's no like, oh, I would love to go inside and see what's like now. Or like like this, how it's how they've changed it, the people that live there. This is another house as a prime example. Like I 
don't care about keeping this house. What I would like to do is maybe in 20 years, someday, wherever I am in life, hopefully at a at a only advance in terms of skill set or, or positions in life, I would like to pull up and be like, hey, can I check this house? Because this is the house that started my YouTube career, started your business. So yeah. can I check it Just out? The memories that yeah behind what happened in those years in the house. Yeah, but I don't want to come back and I don't want to keep this as a rental yeah. property and like that. Like that's no. Yeah. I think for me, it's not like I want to keep this house. It's more like the emotions behind, yeah, the things that have happened mm -hmm. here. Yeah. And that's, and I'm glad we have pictures now for that. Because back in the day, like when you did, when there were no photos, you just had to remember what the house looked like. Yeah, and that's exactly. why maybe that, that thought of like growing up in one house was way more popular back then than it is now. Because mm -hmm. now you do have photos and it's like, you don't have to stay in that house for that long. You can remember it by looking at it. Yeah, right. you don't have to come back to it. Right, yeah. So it'll be good. It'll be good. It'll be fun. I, I'm excited for this new chapter. Um, but scared, but excited, but scared. <laughs> You're going to have to be, uh, you I have know. so many ideas. Oh, my gosh. Hey, you wanted this. <laughs> <laughs> You wanted I've me to be decisive. Yeah. I'm a monster. <laughs> yes. All right, folks. Uh, thanks for following another episode. Uh, like, comment, share, subscribe, uh, rate if you're on Apple iTunes. It helps us a lot. Um, next episode, we have to go back to uh, part two of the Awkward, Awkward spaces. spaces. We'll hit up the rest of the submissions. I think we have like seven more or something like that. Um, a lot. Anywho, thanks. Bye. Bye.